Hello, friends. I want to tell you about my latest obsession, which is telescopes and astronomy. I've been into space stuff for a while, but that's just YouTube infotainment, you know, binging kind of thing. Not very deep, whatever. Um, and I, I still think like I don't even think of it as astronomy because you're looking through telescopes at stuff and not like doing very sciencey things. But whatever. People call it astronomy. I've been super into astronomy and geeking out on telescopes to an, like an obsessive level, which is kind of my character and nature is, you you know, I get into a lot of things very deeply for a short period of time and hop to the next thing and then eventually maybe hop back. And that's kind of my life. And so telescopes is the latest in the long series of obsession hobby things. And yeah, so I want to tell you about it because it's, it's kind of like this one feels a little bit like fishing to me. I'm not sure if it has the staying power that fishing has. I hope it does. I feel like it does, but you know, I can't speak for next week, Caleb. Um, but with fishing, you know, I, my whole life, you, you know, you fish, you fish like as a kid with your grandpa or whatever. And my uncles all fish and we'd go on fishing trips and you hop on someone else's boat, you drop a line down, you catch a nice fish. It feels good. Fishing's fun, right? But it's like, I always had like cheap, crappy poles that I just, whatever. I didn't know how to fish well. I didn't know what to use. I would just use whatever they gave me and go wherever they went or just hop in their boat and drop it down and catch a fish. So fishing wasn't, I wasn't that into it until I tried doing it on my own. And that's when everything changed. When I, when I endeavored to catch a fish on my own, find a spot, get my own gear, try something and see if it succeeds, find out that it's actually pretty hard and then adjust and rinse and repeat, you know, go on the adventure. Yeah. So that's when it stuck for me. And this is kind of ironic. Well, I'll tell you about the telescope thing before I tell you why the, I guess the, the paradox of, of getting into stuff on your own. So with this telescopes, I borrow or whatever, we're camping. My brother-in-law pulls out a telescope and shows a Saturn and, and it was pretty cool. You could see the rings. It was really small. You couldn't see them very well, but you could see them barely, which is just really cool. And you know, everybody was jazzed about it. And I actually asked him to pull it out because I I'm, I've been wanting to look through it. I'm pretty into space stuff, like I said, but I've avoided a telescope purchase because to me, it just reeks of the kind of thing that I'm going to spend too much money on and never use. So great. I can just look through his and so then he let me borrow it. And then we went camping again. This is all within the last like month. So don't, don't listen to me with the way I talk about things being forever timelines. So he let me borrow it when we went on another camping trip. And this one was in like a little bit more of a remote area. And it was just, it was just me with the scope. Well, whatever others were there, but it was at like the campfire was kind of dying down. It was probably like 11 PM or whatever. People were going to bed and I'm like, I'm going to go, you know, check out this telescope and see if I can see something. And that's it. Like I didn't know anything. I just figured there'd be some stars out. I'll take out the telescope and I'll see if I can look at stuff. So I go to do that. And that's when it all just ignited, you know, the same way with fishing is once I started trying to do something on my own and realizing it's pretty hard, like it was hard to find the thing in the scope in the first place to find Saturn. Um, <clears throat> Then it was hard to keep it in the scope because it's moving. And, but also just like you get something in the scope like that and you're staring at a planet like in our solar system and you can see it and it's rings and there's something super serene about it in the same way that when you put on waders and you walk into a river or a stream, you can't be bored. Like <clears throat> your brain goes on like high alert, you know? 
you're fully present. Maybe that's what I love about it. The kind of addicting thing is that it just feels like in a life of just not being present, which is my life, is you're fully present. Like, whoa, you can't not be. Your brain is just electrified. And it's kind of the same thing with seeing deep sky objects, especially if you looked hard for them. And then you find them and you go, and it's actually, it's very similar to hunting with hunting. I remember this experience with, um, with when a deer, you know, like comes into the frame, you know, when you're like sitting in a tree stand, you put in so much work, you're there for so long and you're just waiting. And then a deer comes in, even if it's too far away that it might like, you can't shoot at it or whatever. If a deer comes in, it's like, it's like you're in the same room as a deer and the deer doesn't know. I don't I've, You've seen deer all the time. I've seen you know, people have them in their backyard, see them on the side of the road, uh, alive and grazing, of course, not dead. You see them around and you don't think anything of it. <clears throat> Even on like nature preserves, I've seen them. It's like not a big deal. You can get really close to them and it doesn't feel like a big deal. But when you're in the woods and you sought after them and it's just you and the deer, it's this crazy feeling. Your heart is racing. It's definitely way more of an adrenaline rush than the other things I'm describing. But I mean, it's crazy. Your brain is just lit up. Oh, it's what a what an experience. Um, and so these are kind of the experiences maybe that I seek in life or I've at least been reflecting on like maybe that's the common thing. The things that I sort of chase have that that um, quality of having these moments that you're searching for of bliss or serenity or something but not just like i'm not the like go commune with nature guy i like nature for sure but i get bored like i'm not the guy i don't really love hiking it's pretty boring to me even though you see a lot of cool stuff it's like it's just kind of aimless you know when you're when you're hiking mountains that's uh, feels that way but there's at least fun stuff to do along the way like physical challenges um but then when you get up to the top, that is one of those those moments, that experience, that electrifying, whoa, you know, just kind of a out of this world thing. So I'm sort of experiencing the same thing with telescopes. And yeah, so that quality of like trying it on my own. Okay, now I'm hooked. Now I got to buy a telescope. Now I got, you know, so you got to research about telescopes. Now, okay, I'm geeking out on telescopes and, and I'm just going so deep and trying every chance I get every night. I've been up super late because... Every night I'm trying to get out and see something, even if it's just in my backyard. Um, and on the cloudy nights, I'm on the internet learning about this stuff and whatever. So it's just been my latest obsession and it's following all the qualities of my other obsessions. And uh, and it's very fun because now it's like another reason to see the world. I always think of that like my wife loves to travel, but the things that she loves to do traveling or the reason she wants to travel are just not the ways that I like to travel, I guess. Um, we, we travel well together. We have a great time, but... But for her, it's it's enough to just just get on a plane and go somewhere and eat at restaurants and stay in hotels. And that's enough. That feels great. To me, that's just like, oh, oh, I love going to visit X city. Like cities are all the same. They got buildings and streets and lights and shows and restaurants and hotels and whatever. It's like you go to one, you go to a mall. I know that's so untrue and everybody listening to this is like really angry at me saying that, but it does feel like that to me. It's like, oh, we should go to this city. It's like, I don't care. I don't know what's unique about that city. To me, it's much more interesting to be like, let's go to this place and fish because like there's world-class fishing for this type of fish in this area, or let's go to this place and stargaze because there's super dark skies or, or the Southern hemisphere. You know what I mean? Like specific things that, so for me, that, that jazzes me up. It's like, Go to this place to do the thing you love, but in a way that you can't do at home. That's that's stuff that I like to do. So it actually 
kind of is a good thing for me and her because I can, anyway, I have another reason to see the world now because now I'm like itching. You know, we went out to, uh, not like camping, but kind of camping. We didn't sleep over yesterday and just kind of driving far out to a camp and, you know, having a fire and stuff. And, and it was late and we were there for the stars to come out and it was just like way better than at home, whatever. It just created another opportunity for me to be really jazzed about something and not just a kind of boring night where like, eh, you know, you eat the campfire, you make your s'mores, you make your dinner. And then it's like, all right, time to go to bed or whatever. We're just talking, but yeah, like literally there, I know I'm just rambling about my life, but there, there was a pond and I brought my fishing poles and was like, we're just waiting for the food to cook over the fire. And I'm like, I brought fishing poles. Great. Let's go fish. And so people grab poles and we fish. It's like something to do and something fun. And then same thing with the stars. And I got to show people Saturn. Um, but I've learned since, you know, I have a better telescope. I have stronger eyepieces. And now like, it's just so cool showing people Saturn. They literally, everybody just gasps. It's just like, <gasps> no way. Almost, almost every single person, even people who it's really hard to get a reaction from, just people who aren't that way and don't give it out so easily are just so stoked about seeing it. And I am too. Like every time I, I, I get a chance, I want to see it. And fortunately, that's like every night right now. So yeah, actually, you know what? Let me just say, if you want to get into this thing, you can see Saturn and its rings in like a cheap $60, $70 telescope on Amazon. Um, yeah, get the like 70 or 80 AZ. The uh, It's like a Celestron whatever. It's one of the like most sold telescopes. Um, but there's a bunch that are most sold and they suck, but this one's like, okay, the mount sucks. Like the tripod sucks, but the optics itself for 70 bucks, like you could literally have something that you can see Saturn's rings in and look at like pretty like zoomed in details on the moon, um, and see Jupiter's moons and stuff like that, which is just fun. Um, and then if you spend 250 bucks, you should get the Skywatcher Heritage 130, which is what I have. And, um, well, I have the AWB one sky now that we're just naming things, which is effectively the same thing. But, um, anyway, that's like a cool starter scope. And I'm actually in, uh, 10 minutes, I'm going to go buy a used really big telescope that takes up like the whole back of your car. Um, because they're really expensive and people love them. And I just happen to find one on Facebook marketplace for like 200 bucks. So, so I'm going to go check that out. But anyway, um, if you're looking for another obsession, it's really fun. And there's like cool YouTube channels. Astro Biscuit is this like goofy YouTuber who's just super fun to watch. Um, and I don't know. It's just a whole other world. It's super deep. I could talk about it all day. Um, but yeah, and I'm actually going to. I'm going to record, yeah, maybe another 10 episodes or so just blabbing about telescopes. JK, thanks for listening. Bye.